This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Free FM 89.0. Tuia Mareo Otahapori. Now, Hamilton City Council presents Council Comment. A weekly discussion about civic business, one-on-one with those at the council table. Here's your host, Brian Smith. And a very good morning, everyone. It's lovely to be back on the air again. And uh, here we are on this uh, day, fifth day of... And do I dare say it, Guy Fawkes? There'll be bombs and bangs and everything else. Um, I'm just going to have to ring my guest very shortly. And uh, in the meantime, we'll put a little music on and then I'll get my guest to, uh, on the air. I've just got to run phone through, so we're not having any uh, face-to-face contact today. So hang in there and uh, listen in on Joseph and Maya. Taking the music off now and saying a very good morning to uh, Maxine Van Oosten. Good morning. Hello, she's not there now. Oh, that's funny. There we are. We've got everything done. Um, Kia ora. Are you there, Maxine? Yes, yes, indeed I am. Good, I thought I missed you for a minute. (laughs) There we are. Oh, golly. It's good to have you on. And uh, (laughs) we're back on council comment for the first time in some weeks, actually. But uh, how, are you, how, how have you been keeping up yourself? Oh, look, uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, what I do miss is a bit of human uh, interaction mm-hmm. um, that's face-to-face rather than through technology, rather than through the Zoom room. <laughs> uh, so, boy, oh, boy, am I looking forward to a few more freedoms and a um, you know, long and happy summer and maybe Christmas with my family. That's Wouldn't what's that keeping be good? me going, I think. <laughs> that would really be good. And uh, I think I'm feeling very much the same living on my own. And uh, at times uh, it's uh, very boring. And uh, I must admit, I last time we locked down, I had a cat. But this cat has since died. And haven't you got a cat to talk to? <laughs> but never well, mind. I'm sure there's plenty of people like that. Look, and that's why it's useful to have neighbours to talk to over the fence yep. with the appropriate distancing. Yep. And maybe uh, uh, the local cafe where you can go and get yourself a coffee um, and uh, and walk home with it. Yep. That's a good thing to do. Well, I presume you've been having meetings before the council, but over Zoom, I presume. <laughs> You're quite right, actually, Brian. It's been business uh, as usual for the council. Yes. And... Uh, 
you know, we're, we've got um, a heavy workload on, and so that means us being able to, um, you know, keep on with the, keeping the city running yep. and doing all the important work that's required um, behind the scenes that sometimes people don't necessarily see or know about. Um, but, uh, you know, just this week we've had um, uh, every day with uh, a topic of interest to be discussing, and there's some big ones um, coming down the pipeline to us. Okay. Um, as well, a council, for us to be able to have a you know a, a well considered um, uh, decisions on and, and yep. good discussion about. Oh, that's really good. Um, talking of that, I presume the finances is one thing that you've got to keep an eye on. True, right, we do, and there's um, some uh, a few unknowns that that we have to be able to take into account as well. Um, I'm sure it's no. Uh, you know, news, breaking news to your um, listeners that um, there's the additional expense of um, of COVID uh, in terms of stopping or holding up or slowing down some of the projects that Hamilton City's yes. got on the go. Um, and that just means that we have to do things over a slower time frame, that that adds time and, and cost for the city. But that there's also um, our pools, Yes. Uh, our zoo yep. and the museum and other um, uh, all of our H3 venues that are unable to be open at the moment and so you know there's um, a bit of a slowdown of income coming in right. um, from those events and um, and activities um, and you know the, the also the additional um, uh, consideration that we have to give for our staff in terms of their working situation. They're working from home, probably yep. with their kids too, yep. you know, um, trying to, to balance work and family life and, uh, and, and a busy city um, and, and the uh, demands that that puts on uh, families as well. So there's all of those things. And, you know, this month we've welcomed in, welcomed in we've, we've um, farewelled our old CEO, Okay, yes. And we've welcomed in a new one. And what's so, the new, new chappie's name again? Uh, that's Lance DeVort. Lance DeVort. DeVort, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fabulous Dutchman. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but uh, with a long uh, history of um, uh, being in New Zealand, of course, yep, yep. And, uh, and, and also in Hamilton. Yes. Uh, the really... The really great thing uh, about being able to hand over the reins to Lance is that he's got more than 10 years experience uh, of a senior uh, role in Hamilton City Council. And so he's well versed with the um, challenges and opportunities that are available um, at at his uh, command, really. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we look forward to working with Lance in a really positive way in uh, a challenging and bright future for our city. Fair enough, too. Oh, that's really good. I, I knew he was in the job there, but what a time to take over, as it were. <laughs> yes, it's a shame we all can't shake his hand and um, uh, in person, uh, but certainly that's been done virtually. Yep. And uh, uh, the council are delighted. The councillors are delighted, in fact, to be able to um, endorse Lance into this role. Uh, unanimously, so you know we we um, take great pride in being able to uh, look to him to help shepherd the city 
through these tough times, back into times of opportunity. Right. Now, earlier on, you were saying a lot of things are still closed down. Is the zoo open or not? The zoo has opened now under the um, lockdown three, step two. Yep. Uh, Our zoo is open, also our library and uh, the museum. Now, they may be operating under different um, conditions. There could be the limits of people being allowed in. You know, we do have to be a responsible host. Yes. in these um, environments. and But also, there may be reduced times as well because, as I said, some of our staff um, have still got family responsibilities that they need to be able to meet while children aren't being um, brought back in large numbers back mm-hmm. to school. So, um, you know, we're really mindful of that. And so that might mean that we have, have to operate uh, with uh, reduced opening hours. But... Um, check our website, check yep. um, uh, your Facebook posts. Uh, Hamilton City Council has a Facebook page yep. and do an awful lot of um, public uh, announcements and um, uh, information through, sure. that, through that channel. Really good. Now, one of the other things I was going to ask you about, because I drove past there a little while ago and it was all uh, shut down, it seemed, is Hamilton Gardens. Are they open again now? So the gardens um, uh, uh, have always been open. Uh-huh. That's the, the wider garden oh, yeah. network. So all of the public spaces, the, um, there's an opportunity to be able to walk through an awful lot of it, but not the themed gardens. Ah. They, they uh, are closed. Uh, and I'm not sure about their status, actually. They, they, they may be opening, and, and uh, I might just check that out before... Um, Mm-hmm. Before the end of the weekend, and 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 just just see, but um, yeah, the 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 wider garden uh, network has always been open. So all oh, of those river walks to yep. the gardens, yep. uh, and <coughs> and out again, um, are available to you. Our our parks are um, available now for children to yes. play on as well. They had been um, had been closed through the other. Uh, Steps of lockdown, but yes. um, but are now open for families to be able to get outside in this uh, weather as it starts to get warmer. You know, families do want to get outside, and boy, oh boy, it's uh, a, a welcome relief from looking at your four walls at home. <laughs> Especially with children, I would think it would be. Um, I reckon a lot of parents would be saying, "Oh, we've got to go somewhere." <laughs> and, That's right. Um, you've got to burn up all that energy. That absolutely. Those little fellas have. Well, I must go for a walk around the Hamilton Gardens. I haven't been down there for some time, and uh, I must yeah. do that. But we can't get into the uh, the special parts at, at the moment. <coughs> I'll, I'll find that out, actually. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the other thing is that uh, a lot of people are wondering about, and I think there's been some opposition from the Hamilton Council, is over the three waters takeover by the government. Any thoughts on that at the moment? Boy, that taking up a lot of my thinking um, okay. right now. We've got a council meeting next uh, week to, and that's uh, that topic is on the agenda. Yep. Now, government made the announcement after, um, uh, you know, just uh, uh, all of the feedback. Uh, there was an eight-week time frame where councils were invited to develop feedback yep. on the model yep. um, to be able to have, you know, some um, discussion locally about what that might mean for us as a city. Yep. Um, and we 
produced uh, a, a very comprehensive response to government outlining uh, all of the areas that we had concerns about um, and that we'd thoroughly um, interrogated the, the model that government were proposing. Uh, they, we also had a look at um, uh, what the governance structures were, yep. how uh, there might be local accountability and where a community voice might fit into there because uh, going from just Hamilton to dealing with 22 other uh, territories um, seems a very big jump and so there was some real concern around our table uh, about uh, how that might work. Now, uh, government have made it really clear um, to us that that's the uh, model that that they're choosing Mm -hmm. um, and that they're looking to now move down the legislative process, um, including um, select committee opportunity for feedback, um, but that um, they they have shown that they have listened in in some areas. Um, I guess where they've um, got the ability to be able to make some tweaks they um, they can and, and certainly uh, for for our council that's very much about that community voice and how our um, community's aspirations might be reflected uh, in any new model that that might be considered. Um, uh, it'll be no uh, news to anybody that Mayor Paula is um, very keen to see that we have the opportunity to shape what um, new future governance structures might look like sure. in any of these um, in any of these uh, um, entities that, mm. that might be stood up um, but that also that we have um, the ability to really represent what is best for Hamilton City um, residents not just the residents of today though um, but for those of the future as well mm. you know there's no doubt that there's some real infrastructure uh, pressures on Hamilton City. We're a growing city and um, you know we know that we haven't got the money uh, in the next 10 years in the next 30 years to be able to put down the kind of infrastructure and meet the sorts of standards that are going to be uh, that we're going to be held under Um, especially when we think about the health and vibrancy of our beautiful Waikato River. Mm. So there's an awful lot to be uh, to be considering here, and uh, um, you know, government looks set to box on um, with the model that they're proposing. What we want to do is just to make sure that we've got the very best um, yeah. uh, interests of Hamilton City residents at heart. Well, it really looks to me as though the government's taken over the assets, and uh, the assets should belong to the people of Hamilton, really. And uh, what we're hearing from government is that the um, transfer of assets uh, would still be owned by um, uh, the residents, um, potentially not the councils. Um, And so that's the sorts of things that we really do want to be able to uh, understand um, and that we want residents to understand as well, that that they lose nothing that they're still going to be able to turn their taps on, that they'll still be able to flush <laughs> their bathroom, yes. but that they'll be able to rely on it, um, having uh, high standards, 
not just here in Hamilton also, but off at the beach house where they go or mm-hmm. in the bush where they're walking or, you know, smaller communities, smaller rural communities as well, yep. where um, Hamilton residents uh, holiday, where they might um, recreate. And so it's, it's important that New Zealand Inc. has mm. good water mm. and we have a responsibility to future generations be able to do that in the most uh, cost-effective and efficient uh, kind of a way. Um, I think uh, the, the, the story goes there's a lot of water to go under this bridge yet um, <laughs> yes, before, it's, uh, before it's resolved. Fair enough, too. One of the big things, of course, and uh, people are holding their breath over, is the new theatre. I see there's been a little bit of work uh, doing on that area, but the new theatre hasn't progressed anywhere in the meantime and good on you COVID for holding everybody up and, mm. and um, being a big spanner in the works Absolutely. Um, once Hamilton residents have got a few more freedoms they'll be able to see uh, that there is a little bit uh, of work starting um, there will be some restrictions to the footpath yep. outside the theatre and there will be works um, happening and um, progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a schedule that uh, that the theatre are working towards, and uh, whilst that has been slowed down a little, um, I think they're still on track to be able to deliver a magnificent uh, uh, offering. Um, uh, you know, by the by the end of 2024, I think that that's scheduled for. So, so basically, um, we've got the money to do it. It's just a matter of getting on with the job. Yes, indeed it is, and um, and and whilst workers have to work uh, with social distancing and with care, mm. um, that work is is beginning. Well, that's really good, and uh, I was thinking about that, and uh, it's something I've missed a lot because uh, you know, if putting on a big show, uh, it seems to go to Auckland or Christchurch or somewhere, not Hamilton, and uh, you know, we have got nowhere we could do, say, ballet, for instance, and that type of thing. Yeah, you're quite right. There's there's a gap, um, and Claudelands uh, has um, provided some great opportunity mm-hmm. to to fill part of it. Um, it doesn't necessarily um, have the same atmosphere as no. some of those other uh, venues that, that that might be prioritised. But I tell you what, that um, our Claudelands Event Centre has been uh, a real gem for Hamilton and Good. something, whilst it might not pay its way, it certainly helps to build our local economy uh, when, when, when it's open and, yep. and available um, through visitor, um, you know, visitors to Hamilton. I, uh, the one I can think of is the 660 concert, oh, yes. which happened uh, last summer um, at the venue and an outdoor uh, uh, venue that had tens of thousands of um, both Hamiltonians, uh, Aucklanders, yep. other Waikato uh, residents who really enjoyed a, a thoroughly good offering um, by the, um, the, the Claudelands of Surely. the Centre offering. Yeah, fabulous. It certainly is a uh, big, a big uh, advantage because there was a bit of a stink a while back, might have been the previous uh, council, who thought that should sell the thing off. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know who'd buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the point, isn't it? it but, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's a great mm. asset for our city. And, um, you know, we, we need to think of it more widely 
uh, to the well-being that yes. it brings to Hamilton, rather than just returning a financial uh, benefit. Surely. The other thing that's uh, happening, of course, is the growth of the city and buildings. It's a building out at uh, Rotor Cowrie. There's buildings going up uh, in a big way out at uh, the Peacocks and uh, other proposals for Peacocks as well. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. You know, it's a bit like rust. It never sleeps. <laughs> it, it's... Um, uh, and people will be able to see whilst there isn't a lot of uh, development happening at the new bridge at the moment um, uh, that there is work happening and it's progressing along um, quite well. Oh, and, good. Uh, you know, once that bridge is completed, uh, it will open up tens of thousands of homes for uh, Hamiltonians in real close proximity to um, Hamilton City to the amenities that we already have in our city. Yep. Uh, Hamilton City Council have been working on the pipes mm-hmm. um, that are needed and anybody that's using Wairere Drive will realise that there are from time to time um, lane closures and a bit of delay uh-huh. but that all of that um, is, uh, is designed to be able to um, uh, give them some better water flow in their area but yep. also uh, to enhance and enable um, that peacock development as well. So um, just as I said at the at the beginning of this conversation, um, all of this stuff happens often behind the scenes, yes. but uh, it's all to uh, a, a great plan that um, really uh, competent staff are, um, are working towards. Right. So um, yes, that, that's happening. And, and your listeners might also know of the um, announcement by um, uh, both uh, major parties uh, last week with regard to the urban development uh-huh. and what's being allowed um, in terms of medium density residential mm. standards. Yes. Um, allowing up to three storeys uh, to be built, uh, three on, on properties, as long as they're not covering more than 50% of the of the available land. Okay. Um, and, and, um, and that's designed, you know, government uh, and uh, the National Party uh, have, have uh, when they released that information and that policy, uh, designed to take care of the um, housing crisis uh, that they see. Um, but it, it's likely to have, you know, quite a, a, a large impact on Hamilton. And so, uh, as a council, uh, Ryan Hamilton has been um, leading the, our district plan review. Okay. And so this is coming over the top of that. Uh, so there's some real considerations that we're going to need to be doing as a council, as residents also, mm. um, because, you know, there's some important considerations to, to be... Um, uh, to, to be thought of through here yep. um, and you know we have to think about the impact that it'll have uh, on our neighbourhoods uh, and question whether our city infrastructure is um, uh, geared up well enough to be able to, to, to look after it. Mm-hmm. You know there's, there's real concerns about um, you know the, the shading that it might create, the, the additional uh, cars that might be in the area. So you know as a city we need to be able to put some uh, uh, you know, some measures in place sure. to, to be sure that it's going to be good urban form as well. Mm-hmm. And that, um, you know, we want to be seeing better communities built, not just more houses. 
Well, that's a good idea too because I think that uh, sometimes uh, you just get a block of houses and it looks like uh, I think they did that years ago down in Poirua actually and it didn't work very nicely for the neighbourhood. Yeah, too right. Well, you want to be able to get outside to a bit of a park or, mm-hmm. you know, a, a green space. Yep. Um, you know, we want to be able to make sure that there's good walking and cycling um, infrastructure in place. We want to make sure that we've got um, a school nearby so yep. that, uh, you know, that kids can walk or uh, cycle along to school, making sure that you've got, you know, a bus that'll come past or within reasonable distance of your, your property. Yep. Um, you know, so you can get yourself to work, you can get yourself to the supermarket, etc. rather than just relying on a car. Well, that's the big thing, isn't it? And, uh, of course, the buses are everywhere. I've, I've seen you go around a corner and there's a bus in front of me, so they're certainly out there at the moment. And uh, so right. And, you know, whilst you know, some things have slowed down during these COVID lockdown times, mm-hmm. um, our bus service hasn't. Right. And, you know, it's important for um, uh, the, the uh, people who are using the buses to be able to rely on that service. Yes. It's still available. Um, of course, you've got to wear yourself a mask and you've got to, um, uh, you know, to be mindful of others uh, on the service. But, um, you know, buses will become more and more important around our city uh, as, you know, our congestion um you know, dictates that we need to think about how to get around in different ways. Well, there we go. Well, I think we're just about run out of time there, uh, Maxine, and uh, certainly wish you all the very best. Thanks for coming on the air and spending some time. Now you can go out and do the garden. Uh, my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. Can I just finish by saying, uh, well done, um, Hamilton City. We're uh, now over the 90% uh, mark on uh, first vaccinations. Good. Um, and by the end of or early December should be at, um, uh, uh, you know, 90% of double vaccinated in the, if the logic follows. Yep. Um, that means that um, for Hamilton, you know, we've got a city who cares about each other and uh, and has responded to the call from government in terms of that Waikato uh, in our wider DHB um, I can recall seeing a, um, a communication from the DHB which said we were at more than 86% Good. Um, uh, vaccinated and that's first vaccinated so that's, uh, that's uh, an excellent response it's not far from 90% No, we're so, working in it you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd encourage uh, folk to, um, to consider that if you haven't had your first jab yet, consider what you need to do for your community, for your whānau, uh, and um, and find a find a centre to get to it. If you if you're still hesitant, do some good research, listen to some good people, talk to your mm-hmm. GP or other medical experts, and uh, and and have them answer your questions. Right. Uh, but um, you know we all want a long and enjoyable summer with lots of freedoms and, and we can do that if we're vaccinated. Absolutely. Well, I look forward to the fact that in the new year we'll talk again and perhaps we won't, you'll be able to come in and we'll talk face-to-face. That's a, a dream anyway. <laughs> Indeed it is. Yep. Yep, I've got my fingers crossed. All the very best <laughs> and have a, have a good uh, Christmas and uh, we'll catch you next year. Kia ora, Brian. Thank you. Kia ora. Bye for now. Well, there we were. There was um, Maxine Van Oosten, our guest for this day. You're with the program of uh, K 
council comment and uh, we've had the comment for the day. Music coming up very shortly and uh, then we'll be going over to the uh, BBC for a climate question and uh, we'll be listening in on that. The time at the moment is two minutes away from 12 o'clock and uh, great thanks to Maxine for coming in on the phone this morning and I'll have another guest next week, all things being equal. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.